Welcome back to another episode, another Sunday afternoon. This is episode 24, The Art of Being a Savage, Old Wounds, Change, and Remembrance. When I say about old wounds, I mean reflecting on the past, learning from what you dealt with in the past, and how you can bring it to your future. And when I say change, it's change is always something, a concept that I've made known to my audience here on Juicebox Chronicles. We have to keep evolving, we have to change. So how can we bring our old wounds and how we can put that to our change? And then we have remembrance. We have to remember the things that make us who we are. We have to remember the things that made us happy in moments of sadness. We have to remember the things that made us sad in moments of weakness. So I think it's very important that we tie in old wounds, change, and remembrance. And remember that this is always the art of being a savage. And a savage is someone who isn't afraid of being who they are. Being able to speak, think, and do things so effortlessly while healing from the past and learning as each day goes on. That's what a savage is. That That's what a savage person does. A savage person takes their old wounds. They take, they take the change. They, they take the remembrance of the situation. And they always remember what they could learn from those past situations and how they can change and evolve. That's what being a savage is. It is it's not about, you know, telling someone off in an instant. It's about being uniquely you. It's about being your own person, being your own character in your story because you are writing your story. Your book is not finished. You are writing each chapter each day. So the art of being a savage is simply being you, being you to the point where you can just belong in the world. As we all have come far in our lives and we all want to achieve more and be successful and have and be able to take care of people who helped us when we were down. That's the art of being a savage. We all wanna be able to say thank you for appreciating me in my moments where I felt as if I wasn't worth it. And we wanna give back to others as they give to us. We wanna fill other people's cups as we fill their cups as well. And we wanna overflow them with joy and happiness and prosperity and peace. So I just want everyone to join me in becoming a savage, like join me on this journey. So let's get this episode started. Special shout out to my, this week's guest this week, the one and only, you know, us blood relatives have to stick together. So please enjoy this this episode, this conversation. It was amazing. I hope she gave you all the content you need. So let's get into this conversation. I'm doing good. What is up? <laughs> Nothing. So, as always, you have to tell the audience about yourself, who you are, what you do, what not, what not. I'm Aisha. I'm I'm the boss. I'm the boss cousin that she loves so much. <laughs> and I have my own business. I do hair nails, makeup, facials, massages. I'm bi coastal. For the meantime, I'm from Georgia to Florida. So if you need me, call me. Follow mm. me on Instagram. <laughs> but in real real life, my backup job is actually working for the white man. So I work at a call center. <laughs> the white man. <laughs> yeah, because you know we work for the white man. It, it, the black man don't own this call, call center. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah, I'm just laid back and cool, you know, just trying to get my business up off the ground. Just recently moved to Georgia, so, mm-hmm. you know. So what, like, inspired you to do your business? Because um, my definition right now, like, of a savage is, mm. like, someone who isn't afraid of who they are, being able to speak, think, and do things so effortlessly while healing from the past and learning as each day goes on. So how do you take my definition of a savage and use it like in your own life and how you came to create your own business? Well, I be- I came to create my own business because I was like at school and I was like, I don't like working for people. I don't even like being in class. I don't like listening to people's rules. I like doing what I want to do. Exactly. And so I was like, you know what? I want to make my own money and control it. So I knew coming out of high school, I would have to, you know, start my foundation off by working under someone else's company. But in the process, I want to make sure that I'm getting the things that I need to build myself up. Right. So when I graduated, I went to beauty school and I took up everything beauty school had to offer me. And once I took that up, the sky was the limit for me. I started off as cosmetology. Then then everybody was like, oh, you're going to do cosmetology and that's it? I was like, no, I'm going to take up all the courses. And they was like, why would you want to do that? Because cosmetology is under one. But see, the thing is, everyone does hair. Exactly. (laughs) You don't want to be getting into a world where everyone does hair. Mm -hmm. It's space and opportunity for everyone to do hair. But why do I want to keep getting into a competitive field? Yeah, it's very competitive. Where it's like a dog-eat-dog world. Like, Mm -hmm. I could do your hair on Monday. And you could see somebody else do hair that pay, that charge you more than me, but mm-hmm. you will go to them because a celebrity went to them. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not going to put myself out there like that. So I went back to school for massage therapy. I went back to school for nails. I went back to school for facials, medical esthetician. I also went back to school for electrolysis. And right now I'm currently going to school to do um, neat lashes. So... In the next couple of weeks, I'll have my certification and I'll be doing these flashes, you know. And once I did that, I said, you know what, now I'm going to find my business name. So I found my business name. My mom paid for it, paid for the name. And then I just been doing mobile massages since then. My auntie was my biggest client. My cousin, she was my number one client. (laughs) Well, I can't call her my client because I do her hair for free, but still, we're not going to do that. My, I would just say my model because yes. she was my little model yeah, I was <laughs> <laughs> so other than that like I did massages I did the whole nine and I made sure I got my name out there and like I'm still growing you know most people been doing this stuff for five six seven years and still you know working out of their house because they don't have consistent clientele so that's just where I'm at now yeah. and since I moved to a different state it's a little bit more easier because now I have my own place so I have that extra room where I could set up my own little salon instead of trying to find somewhere to do it at and pay booth rental so when I do have clients my husband watch the kids mm-hmm. and take them out the house so that the house will be quiet when I'm doing massages and facials and doing hair and stuff like that and like I have my little cabinet that have my wands my liquors and stuff like that mm-hmm. so my customers come and they want to you know I treat them the way they should be treated exactly. because I'm not going to charge you $175 or $200 to do your hair and I'm not paying no type of booth rental you're going to get what you deserve so when you come, you're paying $200, but you're getting your hair washed, you're getting a massage, you're getting a whole nine, you're getting a treatment. 
as so it should leave, be. <laughs> you feel like you was just given everything, mm-hmm. and you have to go after what you want because if you don't go after what you want, you will never get there. Okay, so since you say you have to go after what you want, do you feel as if your past helped you become who you are today? No, I don't feel like my past. Well, for me, I don't feel like my past got me to where I'm at today. I feel like the decisions I made and with my past kind of detour me from being where I needed to be because I feel like I could have been further. Mm. So... With that note, I do want to make a note for women that are listening, even men, that, you know, when you're in a relationship, if a person tell you that they financially got you, you need to reevaluate that relationship. You do not need to be in a relationship with the person who's telling you to slow down with working hard to get where you need to be and they're telling you that they financially got you. Be your own financial bank because at the end of the day, the minute you depend on somebody, that could be the same person that walk away from you, leave mm. your eyes dry. And if you're not sitting up there stacking your money up, putting it aside, making sure you your family good, your household is good, you're just going to put yourself in a effed up situation. So to avoid that, your best bet is to make sure you're good financially. You are your own foundation. Yeah, you have to create your own happiness. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who, like you said, like you think your past like stopped you or hindered you from succeeding and being more more further in life. But I feel like a lot of people, like they don't realize that what they did in their past doesn't like define who they are in the future, in a way. Because, exactly. Yeah, because like you can change your future because you're living in the present. But that is so true. Yeah. So did you like learn anything from your past? I did. Okay. Give me like five things Look, you learned. <laughs> love goes on the back burner when it comes to getting somewhere in life. Okay. If the person you're with is not trying to ground with you to get with, and y'all not trying to get where y'all need to be together, you need to cut that off. Because a person that genuinely loves you and wants to be with you and want to see you grow, and they want to make sure you're happy. And if your happiness is being something and making something out of your life, and they're trying to hinder you that by having you depend on them, they don't love you. They're being selfish. They're trying to control you and manipulate you. Don't allow that. Two, don't let nobody think that your idea is crazy. Because the main people who are rich today, ideas are all crazy, and people never believed in them. Mm. So what you want to ask yourself is, where are their friends now? Who didn't believe in them? Okay. So what's another Three. one? Three. <laughs> Three. Yes. Believe in yourself. Stay confident. Don't let nobody knock your hustle. Don't let nobody de- um, define who you are. Don't let nobody say, you know what? I feel like you shouldn't do this. You should do this X, Y, Z. Because the minute you do that, that'll be where you fail. That'll be your downfall. Never be afraid to network. Yes. Because you never know. That person you network with might be that that silent business partner that gets you where you need to be. Exactly. Like for me... Whether it's a male or a female. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm such like an introvert. So like the fields I want to do and the things I know I can do, I have to be an extrovert. So I have to go out and talk to people and mingle. So yeah, networking is big and you have to do it. Networking is key and always keep business cards on you. Always, you are your own brand. Exactly. Don't let nobody taint who you are or your name because the minute they do that, that's messing with your brand. 
whether you want to have your own business or not, you are your own brand. You are your own mogul. You are who you are because of how you present yourself. When people see me, mm -hmm. I'm loud. I'm outgoing. Mm -hmm. I, I get the impression that I'm crazy. <laughs> um, I have no filter. But at the end of the day, I left a stamp. You remembered me. Yeah. Oh, that crazy girl, she's so funny, but her hair was cute. Oh, that crazy girl was cute. Oh, you seen the outfit she had on? They're going to remember something. Mm -hmm. But then they're going to try to remember, okay, that outfit was cute. I wonder what she got it for. Oh, I got her as a friend on Instagram. Let me hear her up. Oh, when they click on my Instagram, oh, snap. She did her own hair. She do hair. Oh, let me book an appointment. You just branded yourself. That's true. You just branded yourself just like that. You are your own promotion. People that grind hard with you, let them be your models. Stop going out looking for models. Your model is right under your nose. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't feel like people don't value those type of connections like with friends and stuff that they can use for their advantage they don't they don't value it and that's why so many connections with people are just falling apart people are not networking like you said like they're supposed to be they're not branding themselves because everything is just they don't see the value in it no more and yeah, be careful who you call your friend too because yes. at the end of the day everybody want to call you their friend like I moved up here to Georgia, and it's a few people that I networked with, and, like, they always like, oh, I was, like, telling them, I'm not, like, I didn't go to school to be marketing and stuff like that, but I'm really good at marketing and promotion and coming up with great ideas to help you brand your business. Mm -hmm. So, I, was, I ran into a young lady, and, you know, I wasn't expecting anything from her, because, you know, me, I spend money on hair yes. and nails and stuff like that. So, when I had went, I was like, um... She was like, Shane, I don't like sales. So I was like, well, how, how are you trying to spend all your stuff? Like, did you promote yourself? So it's so, like the hair salon that I went to, they promote me. But I'm like, they're not promoting you because I don't see any of your items around this salon. Right. They don't even want to purchase any of your sold items. They send their, their, they're sending their clients to the hair store across the street instead of having them come to you. That's Why? Crazy. And so she was like, oh, they're not? And I said, no. So I put her up on game and basically let her know that they're making a mockery of her. They're making a joke of her. They're not helping her brand. Like, they went online today and she was there for her pop-up shop. But they didn't post it in groups. They just put it on their page. You're putting it on your personal page from people that's not in the state that you, you're located in. Mm -hmm. I'm moving to Georgia, so I deleted some of my Florida friends and added Georgia people on my page and started just tagging them and stuff. Yeah, so that way it can pop up on their page so other people on their page can share it and tag it on their page. So it keeps it going. So that somebody in Georgia is going to reach out to you. But with her, nobody reached out. She didn't sell anything. She spent like three, four $4,000 on bulks of hair and only made like $50. Oh, wow. Cause she sold one bundle because a lady wanted a um, ponytail and then she sold like a front, a closure. And you know, when you do pop-up shops, all of your stuff is discounted. Right. So that's what she messed up at because all of her shit was discounted and it's like, so I helped her market herself, brand herself. I told her to take pictures of the hair, better pictures because her website, she had pictures of the hair, but it was like the background of the kitchen. And it's like, no, like get an area in your house, make it squeaky clean, 
put like a little fur on it and you know take a picture and make it look good i said if you want i could use my iphone to take the pictures because i got portrait mode so to make it look professional right she did she didn't want to do it she was like oh my husband got a camera and all of this so now she, every time i talk to her and check in on her i'm like how's everything going oh it's okay but i'm expect business not the way i expected to be and mm-hmm. it's like what do you expect when you're not like <laughs> branding yourself the proper way like you yeah. gotta invest in yourself like when i take pictures of my client's hair like you would not believe that some of them stay in the hood because <laughs> the way i take the picture like exactly. i'm gonna take it on a wall or have you against your mirror you're gonna take a picture i'm gonna put it on portrait mode i traveled to the hood i done traveled to the rich bougie neighborhoods and did all type of hair it's like you just have to bring yourself and so like i was helping a chick and like i contacted her one time and like since i have kids now i'm more conscious of how much i spend towards things that i usually spend to be a lot of that right so I've been buying hair from her all the time since, you know, I met her and I always pay full price, no, no rack for a discount. Mm-hmm. This time I was broke, but I wanted to be cute because I'm still a woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, she should give me a discount because like my mama just spent $300 with her own hair, purchasing it from herself. And then my mama turned around about $100 worth they had for me. So I'm like, you just made $500 off my mom. Exactly. So like, you Easy. know, yeah. we're, we are, we're good clients. Hey, you know, we're going to keep coming. And then I went to the call with girls who walk around making three thousand dollars in commission and they buy two three hundred dollar hair so i'm like if i said i could be your grand ambassador since you can't find one she can jump on the deal but then she's like oh you're promoting a lot of hair different people who sell hair on your page because they're sending me hair for free they're giving me testers like even if it's just one bundle with one bundle i could make a ponytail yeah that's true it's something i could work with it i could do tracks add them in within my real hair and let them know how good it blends but you want me to pay full price and you know what she said mm-hmm. she went to a convention mm-hmm. um the lady who sell the kaleidoscope the miracle drops yes the lady had a um, convention where she was doing seminars and stuff like that and the lady said on her convention your friends pay full price if they fully support you uh-huh. okay we are- and it was like you give discounts to those who who are consistently supporting you so she took the message mm-hmm. but <laughs> the wrong way she didn't take it the right way exactly you're, you're, ta- you're gonna continue to have me pay full price but the one day I asked you for like a discount you basically not give me my discount and then only thing I was telling her was I'm short by twenty dollars. Twenty dollars not gonna kill you, especially if I'm spending two hundred. <laughs> wow, that's people. That's what I'm saying. People don't value the relationships they have with other people. They take advantage as much as they can, and then when they see that it's time for them to give something back, they don't want to give. So the efforts doesn't match. Which is sad. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> so what's something else that you learned from your past bringing into your future? Well, I can say that the people that I met that are still in my corner, mm-hmm. I would like to say the people that I met that are still in my corner, they are the ones that I value the most. And that if I ever make it big, I'm going to look out for them. Okay. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, the people, like, for me, the people in my life who I go to for advice, like, friends and stuff like that, 
Like, there's not that many people out there that genuinely want to help you, genuinely want to support you, and see you do better in life. Not that many people out there. So if you find those type of people who are willing to sacrifice and not and be selfless with you, I think it's important to add value to their life. And when you do make it, and when you do come on to come up, it's very important that you go back to them and be like, I'm grateful for you being there with me through the low moments. And this is what I want to give to you. That's how I see it, in a way. <laughs> well, I already know the people that I want to reach out and give stuff to because, mm-hmm. like I said, it growing up, when I started my little business, anytime I, I had my business, I know the first thing I do when I become rich, I'm, if my mama's house not paid off, I'm going to pay her house off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to clean her debt up, her debt up. I'm going to clean my daddy debt up. I'm going to make sure both of them got vehicles that's paid off, their dream vehicles. And then I'm going to... If my auntie house not paid off, I'm going to pay her house off and I'm going to buy her her dream vehicle and I'm going to take her shopping because my auntie took me shopping. She used to give me money all the time and she also supported my bearing. Like, when I say my auntie was like one of my biggest supporters, I'd like, auntie, you got to worry about paying me and she'll pay me anyways. Yeah. That's my auntie. That's love. That's genuine love. That's genuine support. And we all want that positive energy in our lives. And my cousin, like, my cousin is my brother. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. My cousin, he's my brother. He, anytime I ask him for something, he always comes through. He always got my back. Like, he always been there for me. Like, that's my big brother. So, like, it, when, I, like when I make it big, I'm looking out for all of them. Like, <laughs> and then my little bug cousin who on this phone with me, I'm gonna look out for her, too. <laughs> same, same, same. We all, like, it's my baby. (laughs) I love seeing people, especially my family, doing good, you know, business-wise. And, you know, adventuring off and doing their own thing. Because no one wants to work a 9 to 5 for the rest of their life. Sure enough, don't. That's why I work from 7 to (laughs) (laughs) 4. We all want to be entrepreneurs out here, but not that many people want to do the hard work it takes to be an entrepreneur. And don't be scared to work hard while you're young. Because when I fresh out of high school, I was working two jobs and going to school. No mm-hmm. kids. Plus, I had a boyfriend. Yes, I said boyfriends with the S. I had to make sure that I had free lunch every day. So I wasn't using my money to buy my lunch. I had my boyfriend's care for my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, work hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like people my age, young, they don't want to work hard. They want to wait and work hard. <laughs> The new generation, they just, they want to be scammers. They want to be city girls. Yes. <laughs> they can keep it. I don't want it. I'm telling you. Y'all gonna end up like JT. Y'all better slow down. Ah, put a pause on it. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, do you have any last words you want to say to the people before we exit off? Yes. I would like to say to the people, no matter who you are, no matter how your dream is how crazy it sounds follow your dreams and stop with making them dreams make them reality the size to limit if these crazy white and this is for my black people if if these crazy white people can go out here and do crazy stuff and make sure they rich and make sure their kids do do the same thing for yours don't be a statistic don't let food stamp section a wick and all this other government assistant be your your stepping stone let it help you take care of your household, but let that just be that, the stepping stone. Don't let that be what it stop you. Mm-hmm. Make sure that 
okay, you know what? I don't have to spend two, three hundred dollars on groceries, so I'm gonna put this two, three hundred dollars and invest into my business. I don't have to pay a whole fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars for rent because I'm on Section Eight. Because remember, all this stuff ain't gonna last forever. Right. So all of that money that you have that you that you would have been spending and you know you got a good job and you lied to the government, you need to be saving that money and putting it in the right things. Them ten thousand dollars y'all getting the income tax for having all these kids, invest into your business. Stop going buying cars you know you can't afford to make monthly payments on, <laughs> and invest into your business so that way you can go on the lot and buy that car cash. And that's on period. <laughs> Period. Invest in yourself. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the episode this week. You're welcome. And anytime you need me to come in, advice, I can give it. Relationship, business, you name it, I got you. Okay. (laughs) So you just listened to episode 24 of G-Spot's Chronicles, The Art of Being Savage, Old Wounds, Change, and Remembrance. As always, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Juicebox Chronicles to catch up on the latest podcast news and content. If you want to know personal chronicles of my life, you can always follow me on Instagram at underscore and Twitter at DesireeVet. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next Sunday.